Warning, the following program is solely intended for a mature audience. Any of the idiotic opinions and views expressed on this show are solely opinions of Dark Cringe Radio and not of its advertisers, which is completely pointless because this poorly produced, dumbass podcast has no advertisers. Furthermore, any rebroadcast or redistribution of Dark Friend Radio podcasts without per- the permission is strictly prohibited. If you do, we will find you. And then we will send three black-eyed children to your home or office to collect your soul. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Radio, episode number six. Will Martinez, Jake Alosi here with you tonight. My uh, psychic from hell. <laughs> That's right. And we got a lot of shit to talk about. We're going to talk about psychics tonight, and uh, it's going to get deep. But let, let us kind of like let's take this in right now. This is fucking good shit, man. Get to the mood. You came on there. I just. The last couple of episodes I heard you come on, you'd come on very, like, kind of astute to the point. That's like, yeah, Dark Fringe! Yeah! <laughs> this is a fucking great song. Oh, it's one of the best of all time. Again, it's uh, Will Martinez, Jay Colosi here with you at Dark Fringe Radio, and uh, thanks for joining in. And uh, tonight, uh, we're going to be speaking about psychics and getting into some of the ins and outs of um, some of the be some of the ones that are maybe bullshit and some of them that may be true. So uh, we're going to come at both uh, ends of the spectrum here. Jay's going to kind of talk uh, you know, to us about you know some of the bullshit ones and you know maybe uh, how maybe Houdini was kind of outing these guys during the uh, last uh, days of his life. And um, we'll get into all that here in a second. Social media, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. That's the website. Dark Fringe Radio, that is our Twitter handle. You can reach us by that uh, that avenue. On SoundCloud is the same handle, Dark Fringe Radio. That's where you can keep up to date to all the uh, latest episodes that we drop here. You know, Make sure to like and share uh, that link on the SoundCloud page. So we'll be getting to uh, the psychic stuff here in a second. Again, I uh, definitely urge you guys to send any kind of suggestions for the show uh, to us um, on Twitter. Um, that's our most active uh, social media. That's what I pretty much um, handle all the time on a constant basis. So make sure you send us anything there. Getting into the psychics, Jake. What was um, I know? There's something that we kind of talked about here in the past, and uh, you know, touched on. But I know we spoke about you know getting to know some of the the history of psychics and you know people calling them out. Um, what's your take so far? What do you, what do you know? Well, I, I mean, I'm not a huge believer. You know, I, I, like any other ability, you know, like 
some people can wiggle their ears and some people can. I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that have that extra sense or the ability to uh, to have some of the abilities, whether it's, it's you know, clairvoyance or, uh, you know, I'm not – maybe – the or the automatic writing or or a clear audience. I'm not a big believer that there are people that can actually smell things from the other other side. There's actually that's a psychic ability. I don't necessarily believe in that, but uh, I think there are some people out there who have that actual ability. And then I believe there's a shit ton of uh, of frauds out there. So any anytime I see anybody offering to read me my future or my past or anything, I'm very uh, I'm very reticent about it. I'm very hesitant. I'm, I'm definitely uh, what's the one I'm looking for. I'm not a believer. I, 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 they, I have to be. There's very few I believe actually can do it. Otherwise, everybody else, I, I'm. They're all con men. I, I agree with you. Um, I think there are a lot of con men out there, unfortunately, and it, and I think it gives the the profession a bad name, unfortunately, because uh, for the few that I do think that actually do have an ability to, um, you know, look into past, present, and future, and even in a mediumship type of field where they're contacting spirits and so on and so forth, um, those people that are frauds, unfortunately, make uh, the rest of them, you know, look really silly. And that's the unfortunate part of it. And, um, you know, I'm kind of on the same fence as you as far as a lot of them are bullshit, but I've had some personal experiences with um, some psychics and mediums that are pretty profound. And, um, you know, they've been able to tell me things that I've never spoken a word to anybody. What can you attribute that to? I mean, what is what, where did that where does that come from? How are they able to tap into something like that? So, but getting back to your well, side, go ahead, go ahead. See, see now, now here's where I kind of tend to. Uh, I think that on the whole, as humanity, uh, there's there's a natural intuition, there's a natural connection between between all of us. It, it, it's you know how do you explain the fact that you and I get along famously and pretty much have since day one. Uh, and yet I, I've met plenty of people and I'm the same guy everywhere I go and yet I don't like them or they don't like me or, or however you want to, or we don't mutually like dislike each other. So I feel like there's, it's an ability. Maybe it's not paranormal. Maybe it's not as, uh, as extra sensory as, as we think, but maybe they just have a better intuition, a better understanding, a better ability to read uh, and act on those emotions or those senses that they have that maybe you and I just don't have. Like, again, it's, you know, Odell Beckham could catch a ball in a way that I couldn't ever hope to carry a ball. Right. And, you know, like, same like, thing. Like Michael Phelps can, you know, swim like a motherfucker, and I can't swim like that. I wish I could. But, you know, as much as I practice and try, I'll never be as good as him, obviously. <laughs> But, um, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely – maybe it's just frequency. Maybe it's just that, you know, we're on a different frequency than some others, and that's why we get along. Who knows? But, you know, there are some psychics out there, man, that I tell you, it's kind of hard to discredit them. And, um, you know, and then a lot of them, they're out there. It's very easy to to kind of see through the bullshit. And um, what have you seen or is a good indicator of a a 100% bullshit artist? Or is there anybody out there currently right now that you just really can't stand? Well, obviously the two – the psychics as a whole, uh, I mean, there's so many different lists of psychic and psychic abilities. Um, I, the two that get me the most, the two that are out there the most right now, obviously, were, was John Edwards. I don't think he's as big an ordeal these days because um, he's been proven multiple times to be just a complete and absolute fucking fraud. Um, and the Long Island median, 
I might, I don't even know what her name is, to be honest with you. Teresa Caputo. Um, I'm not saying her abilities aren't really, seem a little bit more genuine than John Edwards did. Nah, she's bullshit um, too. <laughs> is she bullshit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, this is what I'm saying. Any, anything on reality TV isn't real. Right. So, those are the, anybody that's generally out there, the Dion Warwick, psychic friends kind of crap, I really have trouble believing in that shit because that shit's all, it's, it's all for the same basic reason. It's, it's Somebody who has money wants to make more. Um, I'd be more apt to drive down East Lake Worth, and there's a guy driving a purple van with weird starfish shells on it. <laughs> who tells me he'll give me a ring. I, I'd almost be more willing to, to bet his ass, believe his ass, than you know. Everybody's got a TV show about it. Hey, man, I can certainly enlighten you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just smoke this first. Yeah, billowing, free yeah, mind. exactly. Billowing smoke, falling out of the, the fucking fan. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, you know, I have the same I have the same opinion as far as, you know, you know, Teresa Caputo and, you know, John Edwards. At first, it's, you know, when you see something like that, you're just so enthralled. You're like, fuck, how do they know that shit? But then once you really investigate and kind of figure out that it's um, it's kind of like a, almost a skill that they have where they ask the right questions to be able to get certain information out of you to make it sound and, you know, feel like that. Oh, my gosh. How did the hell did you know that? You know, and um, it's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a carnival game skill, you know, and, it, and it's some people. Yes, they take advantage of other people in a, in a monetarily way. And that's the sad part. I don't I don't agree with that. I, you know, there's people out there that do things and that go out on conventions and and do appearances that, you know, for no money. And, um, you know, they're able to, you know, do these things for people. And those are the people that I think that, you know, maybe have a more genuine, uh, you know, capability and uh, ability to do this. But as you said, you know, if it's a reality TV, it's if it's gotten to that point, then, you know, you know that there's uh, there's some type of monetary backstory or, you know, end game to it. Yeah, it, it has a lot less of an organic or a genuine feel to it. It's, it's there. It's. It's a high-priced, high-marketed, super-polished turd. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Speaking about Teresa Caputo, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, do you know the um, the illusionist, what's his name? He had that show, uh, Mind Freak, uh, Chris Angel. Yeah. Um, Chris Angel. Yeah, yeah. And um, he had this thing with uh, Teresa Caputo where he bet her a million dollars to you know be able to test her psychic ability because he's in the same uh you know in the same vein as houdini and you know houdini was his you know idol his hero and um you know he's yeah. in the same you know train of thought that these psychics are nothing but you know money hungry people and you know just using people's unfortunate situations uh whether it be they're you know they lost somebody or you know they're in a bad financial situation or you know they want to know about their you know career or whatever the case may be you know, using that uh, to their advantage, you know, for a monetary reason. And, um, you know, he was one of the most recent ones to call out those people. And obviously none of those people were able to do anything, you know, to um, change his mind otherwise. So what's your thought on that? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, again, it, it, it's the same thing with Houdini, Houdini all over. Chris Angel, Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller have debunked a whole bunch of them also. They're illusionists. They're, they're magicians. They're... They're there to fool the mind. Uh, but the thing I think is admirable about those particular groups, about the Chris Angel, the Penn and Teller, and the Houdini, is they were being honestly dishonest. Right. They were telling you that they were going to lie to you and you were going to believe it, but you were going to be amazed. 
Whereas these others, these these psychics, these mediums, they'll 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 tell you one thing. We're gonna I'm gonna go show you this, I'm gonna show you that. And they're doing it to take advantage. Did you know that President uh, President Reagan took a lot of advice from wife Nancy Reagan, who took it from her astrologer and psychic friends? Yep. Yep, I sure did know that. Yeah, and um, that's been widely reported, and that's a factual thing. That's no, no, you know, no bullshit. You know, Nancy Reagan was one of the first ones to admit to it as well. You know, that's one of the most interesting aspects of this because it, it reached to such a high level of the presidency. I mean, for God's sake, I mean, how higher than that? Yeah, you don't get much higher than that. And uh, and you know what? I, you can debate all you want how good and or poor President Reagan was. I think he's the best one we've had in quite some time. And uh, and he did a lot of things that you give up to his own intuition. But hey, obviously somebody was giving him some good good advice. And if some of it came from Nancy and her, her psychic, maybe the psychic that she was in, in uh, connection with actually was, was a decent psychic. Maybe they had the abilities that this... Uh, this John Edwards and I keep wanting to call him John Kerry. <laughs> John Edwards and uh, and the Long Island Union. <laughs> He's another fuck. Uh, you know, that these two might those two were complete and utter bullshit. And this one may may have had the uh, an actual ability, an actual gift. Yeah, and the um, that wasn't the only political fig- figure um, or high ranking political figure that actually um, took that kind of advice from uh, a psychic or an oracle, um, Hitler. Actually, believe it or not, he he confided in his psychic and his oracle constantly. I mean, he had that person by his side all the time, and obviously things didn't really work out for uh, Hitler at the end there. But um, you know, he was able to um, you know use that a lot of that information. I mean, I mean, think about it; he got very far into his agenda. If it wasn't for the coalition of the Allies, things could have been you know very very sticky uh, for a long time because you know the uh, you know the Germans at that point. We're a very powerful, powerful country. Um, you know, he he took the time to uh, consult with an oracle constantly to um, help him guide him in uh, a lot of his endeavors. Yeah, well, let's thank God it's not all of us talk like this. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I tell you, yeah, he talks to his oracle all the time. Was looking for the fucking lost ark of the covenant. <laughs> yeah, to get some power for the thousand year Reich. Hey, listen, He's a crazy motherfucker. The ark of the covenant, man, that was something that they were also going for, as you said, man. That's 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 actually real. They were looking for things like that of you know relics from the Bible. Um, because they thought those relics were going to help them throughout this war, help them and aid them. So, you know, as, as silly as it sounds and, you know, as funny as we, you know, we make light of it, that shit was true. And that's scary. Well, you know what, you know what really, you know what it definitely 110% proves? What's that? that? Whoever you take advice of is hit or miss a fucking crazy person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for somebody to be as powerful and as influential as Hitler was, and let's be honest, I mean, as much of a genocidal fuckside as he was, the man had power. He had he had drive. He he got people to listen and follow. He got an entire country to do everything they could, uh, including sending their kids to these these fucking army camps at a young age to be mind molded into little racist Nazis. He was a fucking crazy person. Yeah, and then you, but then you, you go on the flip side. Someone like Reagan is taking, you know, little Ronald Reagan, mm-hmm. taking that's more George Bush. But either way, he was taking advice from his wife's astrologer, and the man was, you know, 
he's a big reason why the Cold War ended because Russia got wind of some laser technology that Reagan was looking into, even though it was complete and utter nonsense, and that is what ultimately decided to end the Cold War. Well, I mean, as you know, you know, throughout history, you know, psychics have been um, somewhat of a back room focal point for a lot of these uh, figures. You know, there's a lot of them out there, unfortunately, that are fakes and frauds. But then again, there are some out there that um, have proven themselves um, pretty worthy. And one I wanted to kind of bring up was uh, Nostradamus. And that's one that you probably hear all the time. But that guy, man, I can tell you what. There's things that he said that have pretty much come to come to light, just like how, how he's uh, predicted. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously every time the world's about to end or supposed to end, it's I, honestly the stuff he wrote. And yes, he, he definitely hit on some things that you would have to wonder how. That's kind of like the Bible, you know. Sometimes it's also in the eye of the reader how how things are being perceived because the way Nostradamus spoke and the way you and I speak are different. Yeah. They're, they're two very different, you know, even if you just go back to the twenties, language has changed so much, even just since, uh, really even since the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. hell the eighties. Right. I mean, when was the last time you heard somebody say the word rat? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, you kind of also, that's again where I become a bit reticent and a bit, a bit, uh, there's a word for it that I'm really having issues with today. But there's <laughs> Hesitant to believe. Just, yeah, I, I just don't. I, I, like, I, I look at him like, mm, yeah, he definitely, he definitely hit, but then, again, like the end of the world. I, how many times has it been, oh, Nostradamus said that this is going to be the end of the world, and I'm still sitting here on my chair looking at a tablet talking to my best friend when, I, I mean, really, the end of the world has, been supposed to hit us three times in just thousands our and lifetime. Thousands and thousands of years ago. <laughs> I mean, every religion exactly. talks about it. Every religion talks about it, about the end of times and you know this and that. And anytime anything bad happens in the world, people always say, the religious ones always say, well, that's the end of times coming in. You got to watch out because here comes the end of times. And it's all bullshit. I mean, I, that's all bullshit. Listen, they've been calling that same thing since, you know, before, you know, 1 AD. You know what I mean? They've been saying that the, you know, the earth was going to die and die off and we were all going to go to hell and blah, 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 blah. The asteroid or comet's going to hit the earth and, and that's it. But um, getting back to Nostradamus and Hitler, there's actually a little bit of tie in between those two. And he actually predicted Hitler. And let me read you this little prediction that he wrote. And this is what was written verbatim. And he said, from the depths of the West, from the West of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of the East and beast ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefields against Hister, H-I-S-T-E-R, into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn where the child of Germany observes nothing. So that's what he, he predicted. And Hister is pretty fucking close to Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a broken watch is right twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucking close. Though. <laughs> no, listen, it's. It, the amount of description that he gets, uh, again, I'm not saying that everything he said was absolutely wrong. Mm. And, you know, who knows how he was coming up with his, his 
predictions and, and the things he said were going to happen. And, uh, you know, that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I, I give it to him. He, that sounds like he knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, don't you think he'd have been better served using that kind of knowledge to do things like bet on horses? Maybe. Maybe. That's a great question. Who knows? <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. I mean, if you can see the future, why aren't you fucking hitting the lottery? <laughs> well, you know, these are all things. Obviously. You know, these are things that are all just coming to his mind, obviously, at a, at a racing you know, pace. And he's just jotting all this shit down. So, you know, it, at the time, I'm sure it probably sounded like gibberish. But, you know, now that we look at it, you know, looking at what he wrote, you know, it kind of, man, it, I don't know. It's 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 pretty significant. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty, that's pretty tough. Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. I I mean, we we can look back at a lot of things a lot of people have written, and kind of apply our current knowledge or our current state or, or or better understand. It's it's just like pretty much anything else. You know, you go kind of backwards and you look at it and you say, you can you can reassess it now with a new understanding. Right. Um, so when he's talking about this poor child in in the east, and he actually says. He brings up Germany and, and, you know, I would definitely say that Hitler was a, a how do you phrase this, a smooth tongued beast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to try to discredit it and say that he was totally off. Right. Uh, I'm not going to. It sounds like he's pretty on point. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like he's pretty on point. I just, again, I kind of, I get a bit skeptical. There's the word. Skeptical. Uh, there it is. Skeptical. I don't know. It's not a hard word. Apparently, it's been evading me all day. Uh, I, but I get skeptical with that, that, all that kind of stuff because, again, it's, he might be able to, to get that, but how many times has he gotten the end of the world wrong? And for me, the end of the world is a much bigger ordeal to hit. And every time something happens, they're like, oh, well, look, Nostradamus said this. He said that it's you know mountains of the east being torn down by something in the West and you could very easily say that that's the New York t- twin towers and the whole nine 11 thing. And, and obviously again, right. Being vague, just celebrate- leaves a lot to interpretation. Exactly. Everything leaves a lot to interpretation. But again, uh, I go back and there are some points to hits. That's pretty close. So you got to wonder if it wasn't genuine, if it wasn't real, if, if time and space is exactly how you and I or our regular listener perceive it to be, if it's not cyclical or if it's not laid out where all things are happening continuously at the same time, how to explain how this person even got so, so close as to say there was going to be somebody named Hister. I mean, right. I can barely spell my own damn name and I've been doing it for 37 years. So <laughs> the fact that he got that close to somebody who wouldn't exist for another couple hundred years it is impressive. Right. Uh, I don't know his method. I don't know but then how again, he came up with it. But then again, there's been things that he said that they've attributed to, you know, things as well. And that are so vague that it could be attributed to anything. For instance, they say that he predicted the French Revolution, which this is what he said. Now, listen to this. Songs, chants and demands will come from the enslaved held captive by the nobility in their prisons. At a later date, brainless idiots will take these as divine utterances. Now, if you listen to that, what he just said there, that could be that could mean any enslaved person. That isn't necessarily mean to, the French Revolution. That could have been that could have been the slaves in the Civil War. I mean, it could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been anybody, and that's the problem. You know, you get these people that um, you know have these things, and the history thing. 
obviously that's pretty fucking spot on. But then you get this and it's just like, you know, that's hard. That's hard to kind of like directly point to that because that could have been anything. That could have been anything. What have you ever seen a psychic before, Jay? Personally, no. No, I've never sat down with a psychic because for me, uh, here's the thing. And while I'm not saying I don't believe in some divine intervention, I'm not saying that I don't believe in destiny. I do believe that things happen for a reason. That there's a plan that, uh, you know, I'm for damn sure too small minded to understand. Uh, I can't say I can sit down and someone can play solitaire in front of me and tell me what's going to happen with my career. Um, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit kind of a dick way to put it, but it's true. Like someone's going to look at my palm and then, and tell me how long my wife and I are together. I don't think so. Okay. I, I think a lot of things um, build to fruition from either things you've done, things you've said, or things you plan on doing or saying. And again, sometimes things happen and you don't really understand why at the moment, but then later on you can look back. And again, you look, you're looking back with the knowledge of the now as opposed to the ignorance of the then. Right. And you say, oh, well, this happened for, for this particular reason, you know? No, you're, but you're right. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows that that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. So no, I've never personally gone and sat with a psychic because for me, I want to believe, and, and maybe this is my own ignorance. Maybe it's, it's just my own point of view, but I want to believe that I, to a point, have some control over which way I'm going. You can't tell me the future because there are plans to there. There are decisions I haven't had an opportunity to make yet, one way or the other. Who knows which way I'm going to go? Maybe, you know, on Tuesday again. One day my favorite thing to eat is pizza, and the next day my favorite thing to eat is Cheerios. It's, it's, no, it's you're, up to you're the moment. Stuck on, you're stuck on pizza. <clears throat> uh, yeah. All right. So I I enjoy pizza. All right. Yeah. I love pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. All right. That's an easy. You get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Nostradamus. I just predicted that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to. Um, did I've he been... say that? Did, did he say that someone was going to enjoy cheese, sauce, and bread? Yeah, exactly. How how yeah? How common is that? Really, you know? And that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point we're making. You can be so vague in general like that, and then people will say, "Well, oh, he fucking predicted that." Eh, maybe yes, maybe no. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just so you know vague and generalized. It just left it up to interpretation. But. Um, Getting back to uh, you know the psychic stuff, yeah, I've seen um, a psychic before. I've actually seen a medium before, and two different, very different experiences. The psychic, at the time, I kind of believed that what the person was saying was true, but um, after realizing and kind of coming to my senses, um, you know, it became quite apparent that uh, it wasn't that. Um, I did see a medium one time, and it was not by me seeking out a medium. I just happened to meet one. And um, it was a very interesting um, situation because he was able to tell me things um, that I didn't even inquire about, but he would just tell me just flat out, you know, hey, listen, this is this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of odd. I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, taken back about how you knew something like that. But then again, you know, like I said, I had two different, very different experiences with uh, the two. And I can tell you the medium was a lot more a lot more believable. And the differences are this. The psychic is a, the psychic is going to tell you about your love life, about your career, about things like that. Mediums, what they do is they contact spirits. 
And uh, when they contact spirits, they can kind of get information from those spirits as well about past, per- you know, past, present, and future events. When I went to this one particular medium, you know, it was a pretty intense situation because he was able to tell me a lot of things that um, happened and that I wasn't uh, able to, uh, you know, ever tell anybody. And um, he knew and with great detail. And that that was a very profound moment for me because for me to th- sit there and say to myself, okay, here's a guy that doesn't know me from Adam, right? And he's able to come mm. up to me and say, hey, listen, this, 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 and this. I mean, this guy was to the point where like he told me how many sexual partners I had at that point. And I'm like, God damn, how the fuck did you know that? I mean, really? I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe it was a lucky guess. See, you know now, what I mean? Now, again, I that's where I start saying, well, I guess I'm never taking my clothes off again. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, want grandma to see the things I do in my bedroom. Right. Oh, it was it was very weird. It was very <laughs> odd at the moment. Trust me. I was just like, uh, I was like, how do you know these things? Like, that's kind of weird, you know? But then, you know, he started telling me other things about family members and stuff that I went through as a child. And, um, you know, I didn't have the greatest childhood growing up, you know, in my younger years. But um, but he was able to tell me a lot of stuff. And it, it was a pretty profound moment. I was able to kind of see the differences between the um, the bullshit artists and the real ones from that point on. You know, unfortunately, that guy, he passed um, many years ago, but he left a, a pretty big impression on me. And the most funny thing about it is that he never asked me for money. It was never a monetary thing for him. You know, I could go to him literally at three o'clock in the afternoon and stop by his house and say, hey, what's going on? And then, you know, we'll just talk and bullshit and whatever and then he'll give me little pieces of information here and here. You know what I mean? And I would take that information, but um, never asked me for a dime. People that I'd known that associated with him, he never, you know, they asked for a dime. He said, you know, if you ever want to give me anything, give it to me. But he goes, if you don't want to give me anything, don't give me anything. As simple as that. Um, and those are the people I think that are true and genuine uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing to be in. You know, most people that have a talent, they have a skill or or they're able to do things that some others just aren't able to do. And your first reaction, the first thing you want to do is you want to use that ability to go make a living. You know, we all have things that we're, we're more keen to than, than others. You know, you, it takes someone like, uh, like Michael Jordan, right? That guy had an elite level skill at basketball and he wanted to go make a living playing basketball but with something like this because it's it's such a shady environment it's such a weird uh setup that 98 percent of the people out there saying they have these abilities these talents these these skills they're complete con artists just trying to get money so i think in that situation where you have a guy who's who's giving you bits of information and being very specific and not leaving it open to interpretation that's someone you can definitely trust that's somebody who obviously had a gift again you you have to wonder and and as we're talking you know this kind of hits me you know i know that we all have our own personal perceptions of heaven hell and the afterlife some don't believe in it at all some believe in it obviously violently religiously and uh and, and i don't i don't judge anybody anywhere in between but maybe maybe passing away maybe maybe passing on allows us to reach a level of being that we can't grasp right now. We can't, our brain, our physical brain cannot understand 
the level of connectivity we have once we re- reach that that level or that that dimension. And once we get there, maybe everything is kind of laid out more open like a book and and less chopped together like a film. You know what I mean? Yeah. And- a book you can open any page, anytime, anywhere you want, but with a movie. You have to wait. You have to go piece by piece by piece by piece to kind of understand it. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe if those mediums are able to kind of access that kind of a, a, a knowledge or, or are able to perceive and, and receive messages like that. Like, uh, and like that actually kind of reminds me of, uh, of Houdini, right? So you, you touched on it earlier. Houdini is like Chris Angel. He goes off and, and uh, he was a magician, an illusionist, an escape artist. Now, when his mother passed away in the 20s, he went out because he wanted to be in contact. He, he, had, he was trying to fill this void and get back in contact with his mother, who he was super, super close with. And he started going to seances and, and never had any success. And the more he went, being Houdini, the more he realized how much of a fucking show it is. And that's where he started. He actually got together a cabinet. He got together a coalition of other uh, magicians and illusionists to debunk these people. He would go in disguise and halfway through a seance, rip off his disguise and show how they were doing all these tricks, all these, these things uh, to dupe people out of money, really to, to do no work at all. Yeah, and that's the sad and, uh, part. That's the really sad part about that whole thing. That is. But you know what's, what's most interesting about the whole Houdini situation, uh, and I only found this out today, um, when Houdini passed, but right before Houdini passed away, mm-hmm. him and his wife Beth had come up with a code that only the two of them would know. And he said, if he ever died or when he dies, right. he's going to come back. He's going to reach out to her. Give her the name and the code and whatever it was, right? With a code. Right. So a, a medium by the name of Nicholas, not Nicholas, Arthur Ford. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Ford is the guy we went to high school with. Arthur Ford <laughs> came forward and actually went bets having never met her before having never met houdini and said that he had he had gotten a message from Houdini and gave her the code and she validated the fact that that was the actual code right um so for years best would have seances trying to get in contact and sometimes successful sometimes unsuccessful and the very last one she had on halloween of 1936 as she was they, they called for houdini to uh make him his presence known and nothing happened for an hour and the second she blew out the light to end the seance, uh, a thunderstorm, a violent, nasty thunderstorm had occurred over the area that they were doing the seance, but only over the area that they were doing the seance. Nowhere else, no other homes, no, nothing else around them, just over that particular spot. And again, if you're a super true believer, you're going to say that was Houdini making his presence known. And if you are uh, an absolute skeptic, you're going to say, We'll call that coincidence. I'm sure Houdini could have come up with a better way. Right. But the fact the guy knew the code without knowing Beth or Harry Houdini, I, it's hard to deny that. It's, it's hard. hard to debunk that. It's hard. And you're right. And, you know, I spoke with um, Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer. I did an interview with him. And he described it just like as you did. Um, you know, he's like, the best way to describe it is this. He's like, we are all on the normal people, obviously, living on this earth. We're on FM radio, Right. And the people who've passed on, they're on AM radio. And he goes, sometimes people in the FM radio world can kind of tap in and tune into the AM radio world and kind of get these messages from them. But that's how, it, how, in a nutshell, how he represents it. It's just like two different frequencies, you know, that are on the same kind of plane, 
but don't overlap each other until you have certain instances where people can kind of tune into it. And, um, you know, that's how he explained it. And I thought that was a very good explanation as to as far as how psychic uh, and mediumistic abilities work. But going back to Houdini, yeah, I mean, he constantly tried to uh, debunk this. You know, when he had that, um, you know, that, that situation with his wife with the code word, you know, it, it was a very profound situation to the fact that, you know, a lot of people were taken back by that and the fact that, yes, Houdini outed a lot of these people, but then at the end, there was still that doubt that was left in people's mind that this is still possible because of what happened. Him, that, that person knowing that code word. So at the end of the day, well, who the fuck knows, really, at the end of the day? Uh, listen, it, it's like anything else. It's, it's up to your own particular point of view, your own individual sense as as to things. You know, a prime example. Right, and it's just as simple as this. Guys in NASCAR believe, you know, some believe that every time they touch, that that's just part of the game. That's just part of racing. That's that's just how it is. Rubbin's racing, and then others get Rubbin's racing exactly. <laughs> but then you have others who, every time their car gets cut, they want to come out swinging their 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 helmet. It's right. it's personal sensibility. It, it's you know, I was watching a thing, Catholics versus convicts, mm-hmm. and, and honestly. Honestly, there was just as many Catholics on the Kings as there were on the Notre Dame squad, and vice versa. There was just as many convicts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on uh, on the Notre Dame team. But it, it's it, it's have some that that personal sensibility, you know. The all the Notre Dame guys when they got when the score got one up on them in 1985 were were pissed off and said it showed no sportsmanship, it showed no tact. They weren't playing the game the way it was supposed to be. Because they were the ones getting blown the fuck out. But <laughs> right. then you you go to 1987 when they came in and, and, and won the national championship. What were they doing? They were doing the same shit. It's, ben Franklin said, said this about treason. Treason is only illegal in the third person, such as their treason. Right. When it's our treason, it's completely feasible. Right. So it's, it, again, it's the, it's the same thing. It's you have to believe that they're they're I mean, I guess you don't have to, but you have to take stock in yourself as to what you believe and what you don't believe as how it pertains and fits to you. It's hard for some people to swallow that um, because some people believe um, in some of these individuals so much. And it's um, it's kind of it, it's it's heartbreaking for for me to see some of these people get so enthralled by um, some of these scam artists. I just, I, it really bothers me. It, it bothers me just like it bothered Houdini. I mean, it really does bother me because I've, you know, since I was a kid, I've gotten into learning about all this kind of stuff at an early age. When I see somebody do shit like that and um, use people for, you know, just monetary gain, um, it really, really bothers me because, and even so much more because of using their emotions against them as well, because they're at a very fragile and weak emotional state where, you know, you just hit on one thing and next thing you know, they're going to believe every single word you say. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's the lion fighting the weak gazelle. You know what I mean? It's these people who, I don't, want, I don't want to call it a talent or a skill, but they have an ability, they have the ability, they have, they've, they've learned a trade as to how to fool those who are 
more gullible because of their position. Maybe they just went through a bad breakup. Maybe they just had someone very close to them pass away. And they're a little bit more open-minded. And these, these people, these, these awful people, take advantage of the situation. And it's a shame. It, re- it really is sad to see that because it really does give, if the Spurs is the, the name of the dude that actually can tap into that AM frequency, as you so, so eloquently put it, it, it gives everybody else such a bad name. You know, it's, it's like guys, right? For the most part, that's dogs. Guys are awful human beings. But there's a handful of us that aren't bad guys that aren't looking just to go out and, and, and get laid every time they, they walk out the front door. But because there's so many of us out there that that's all they think about and that's all they want and that's all they do, that the few of us that aren't like that, it gives us that bad reputation. We have to, we have to overcome negative connotation all that we didn't build up. Yeah, all the time. Just as humans, we always have to do that. And so it's always a, a uphill stream and battle for us. And again, you know, these people that um the real ones that do have the ability, you know, I think that um they they've been overshadowed by the ones that um you know don't have that ability unfortunately. So uh, that's that's the shitty part of it. But, you know, it is what it is. And um so what overall, what's your take on this whole thing, man? Psychics, mediums, what do you think? I think maybe 0.01% are real, mm-hmm. um, but I'll never say 110 percent that it's that it's all fake and it's all hooey and it's all nonsense. I genuinely believe that there are a handful, a very select handful out there, who have the gift or have the talent, uh, and those people are, are truly special. As any of our athletes or or brilliant engineers and scientists, because they have something that truly none of us can can even attain to to acquire. Yeah, I'm under the belief that um, I'm pretty much the same with you. I think there's a lot of bullshit artists. I say about 99% of them are bullshit artists, but there, are, I think there are some out there that are genuine um, that really do have the ability to tap in, especially the ones that are uh, multiple generation psychics and mediums, um, people that have been passed on, you know, you know, their mothers, their grandparents, their great grandparents, uh, those kind of people where it just runs in their DNA. I think sometimes, you know, just like anything, you're born with certain abilities. You know, like I said, you know, I can't swim like Michael Phelps, but, you know, you know, he can swim a lot better than I can. And, you know, he was just born with that ability versus me. And um, I think that 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 reigns true in the psychic and medium field as well. So uh, overall, that's where I, I stand and that's where you stand. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But um, again, what a great conversation regarding psychics. And uh, next week, we're going to have another um, you know, topic on hand. Uh, we'll you know about what we're going to be speaking about. Uh, I'll be putting up some more links on the website, also on Twitter. And don't forget to follow us um, at darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Also, our Twitter, at darkfringeradio. Uh, any last words, Jay? Uh, just keep an eye out for the ones that suck and believe in the ones that don't. There you go. Well, there you have it, guys. Listen, thanks so much for joining in here at Dark Fringe Radio. Um, I'm your host, Will Martinez, here with Jay Galosi, and uh, we will uh, get back with you guys next week.
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight, and uh, I just wanted to give a little bit of an uh, extra little bit of editorial at the end here um, in regards to um, you know the recent events that happened in Las Vegas um, over the past weekend, Sunday night going into Monday morning, and what a horrific event that uh, we are you know witnessing, and these uh, events of mass shootings in the United States are just getting absolutely worse, unfortunately. This uh, individual, Stephen Paddock, he decided to you know, take refuge in the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay and basically use human beings as target practice uh, from that, you know, that vantage point and uh, was uh, able to, uh, to kill 58 people and injure hundreds more. And uh, it was just a very horrific event. It very confusing as well. It just um, a lot of the pieces don't fit. And we're going to be talking about that uh, hopefully in the future episode of the podcast. But I want to get a lot of information uh, together first before we get into um, some of the things that just don't add up with this whole scenario. For instance, for the fact that, you know, he just doesn't fit the bill. Um, this guy is a retired millionaire uh, that has plenty of money, plenty of resources, doesn't have a political affiliation. You know, it just doesn't seem to fit the uh, mold of the kind of person that would do something like this. Um, also couple that with the fact that they interviewed his brother and he seemed to be kind of loony as well. And the interview was very odd. So again, I want to just tell everybody, we, you know, here at Dark Fringe Radio, we give our warmest sympathies and uh, condolences to the people uh, of Las Vegas and the, you know, the family of the people whose lives they lost and that's just you know we're very sad uh, to hear about something like that and you know we wish our best for those people and those families so um, again we're going to be uh, discussing this event here in the near future there's just seems to be a lot of things that just don't add up Um, maybe it might be a false flag who knows I don't want to say anything as of yet, but I'm still compiling some information to kind of, um, you know, make a big, uh, you know, statement or case about it. So and uh, me and Jay will definitely be, um, you know, speaking about that here in the near future. So, again, you know, my well wishes and, you know, heartfelt sentiment to the uh, people of Las Vegas. Um, I hope, you know, they're able to kind of move on from this event, but never forget it as well. And um, maybe it's time for a policy change because it looks like these uh, situations are only getting worse and these guns are out in you know circulation in the United States and it's not it's not a good thing it's not a good thing there's no reason for a, you know individual to have some type of uh, weapon like that it just doesn't make sense so um, again follow us on our social media darkfringeradio.wordpress.com again on our twitter darkfringeradio the same handle darkfringeradio on soundcloud and uh, please uh, make sure to go on there and uh, subscribe to our page there on soundcloud we're trying to get those numbers up so Please do anything you can to help us out. Um, again, uh, I'm Will Martinez here with you tonight. Thanks again to my co-host, Jay Golosi, uh, for joining in and uh, giving me his editorials regarding the psychics. Uh, and um, I do appreciate it. So, again, until next week, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll see you guys then. Love you. <laughs>